Welcome to the Fill Your House with Books podcast, where we talk about Christian and wholesome children's books and all things family discipleship. Hello and welcome everyone to this very first episode of the Fill Your House with Books podcast. I am so excited to start this adventure of a podcast. When I started my page a couple months ago, I never thought I would start recording podcasts and I'm just very excited for what the Lord has in store. So welcome and on today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about myself, my family, why I started Fill Your House with Books and what you can expect these next couple of months or years, whatever the Lord has in store to find here on this podcast. So welcome everyone. Grab a cup of tea, coffee, hot chocolate. If you're like me, then you like hot chocolate even when it's warm outside. I love it. Best is with whipped cream on top. Snuggle up on the couch or listen to this podcast as you're doing your dishes, your housework. That's actually one of my favorite moments to listen when I do the dishes at night. So um, welcome and let's start with why did I actually start Fill Your House with Books? So back in April, which is about half a year ago, a friend of mine who was a very creative lady, she's all into do-it-yourself projects and she's amazing when it comes to um, working around the house. And so she encouraged me and said, I know you've been talking about starting an account to recommend books that you love. What have you been waiting for? And I told her, I just don't know exactly um, how I would go about it. I feel like it has to be perfect once I start. And so I'd been procrastinating this for the longest time. And my friend encouraged me and said, go ahead and do it and I believe it was that exact same day that I signed up I had not even thought about the name at all it just sort of popped into my mind was the first thing that came into my mind what could I name this Instagram account on which I want to share books and so um, I was reminded of that quote I don't know how many of you are familiar with Dr. Seuss probably many but there's a quote um that goes fill your house with all the books and all the crannies and all the nooks um and so that's sort of what inspired this name fill your house with books um everyone who knows me all my friends my family especially my husband they know that I'm a little bit too much of a book fan probably he always jokes how he had to transport all my books um across the big pond a couple of times more on that later that will be part of my little introduction why he had to do that but um, that was how it started and um, basically I started from day one just sort of recommending books especially Christian books that we love in our family um, and that still is exactly what I want to do. That's the main purpose of Fill Your House with Books, is recommending Christian as well as wholesome books that can be used um, without any bad feelings or bad conscience, that can be used in the family without any worries as far as content. There are just so many books out there, and it's hard sometimes to know what to choose, what to give to my children to read on their own, what to read to them, and even in this big world of Christian books it's hard sometimes to know is this really a book that has biblical values what is the content of it so I love reading I love books especially children's books so um, my main heart of this 
account, the biggest desire of my heart is to recommend books that we love in our family that I can wholeheartedly recommend um, or that I can point you and your family to. Yeah, so um, the book recommendation is definitely a main part of Fill Your House with Books. Um, as well as for me also the desire to encourage families spending time reading together. So this is a big thing for me. I feel like that um, reading aloud to our children is something that all of us parents like and can approve of and nobody would say, oh, I'm not sure if I should do it. We all sort of want to do it, but then there are several factors that keep us from doing it. It might even just be not really taking the initiative, not really having it established as a set routine in our family life, um, no matter if you're homeschooling or if you're not homeschooling, or even if your children are teenagers, if you don't have any children yet and you're just thinking about it, I feel like there's many, many ways that we can learn how to incorporate it into our daily life and how we can actually create a book-filled life, a life rich in literature, rich in reading, and as well as rich in those moments that we spend one-on-one with our children or all of us as a family and just devour books together as a family. So this is something that I have been learning these past couple of years that I've been learning a lot about and um, also the the entire context. Um, context of family discipleship and how it is so intertwined with books so family discipleship what what does that mean so for me family discipleship is really rooted in these verses of deuteronomy 6 um, right after the lord gave um, the ten commandments to the people of Israel, there are a couple of verses that are sort of key verses to me when it comes to raising my children that I try to remember day in and day out. I find them very powerful and they sort of revolutionize my thinking once I realized what it means, that it's really not just giving our children rules and not just, you know, living next to our children and sort of pointing them to what's right and what's wrong, but that there's this aspect of living life with our children and really investing into their hearts and minds and souls. And so you find these verses in Deuteronomy 6, starting verses in verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So back to verse 7 here. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise. Basically, to summarize it for me, the concept of family discipleship means that we see every moment of our day that we spend with them as an opportunity. And I see that books can be a massive part of how we can pour into our children Everything as far as values, but also who the Lord is, what the Bible says, the context of the word, also stories of the past, history, picture book biographies. We can use books as an instrument to inspire our children. Of course, books don't do the work on their own. There's also the part of the relationship we have with our children. But I know from experience that when I decide to sit on the couch, snuggle up, 
with my children and read to them and say, yes, we will focus on this book together. May it be one that just causes us to giggle and laugh or may it be one that makes us marvel at nature, at the creation of the Lord, or may it really be a deeper story or some sort of even Bible story. May we just sit down and devour this together. I know whenever I do this, when I'm purposeful in that way, then the Lord makes me grow closer to my children as well as actually use this story that we're reading together as a tool to sharpen their minds and to ultimately, which is the biggest desire of us parents, right? To help our children love the Lord and learn about the Lord and see how much the Lord loves them. So this is family discipleship, which is the second big topic of Fill Your House with Books. We had the topic of reviewing books, recommending books, and then family discipleship. These are the two pillars I would say that I, um, yeah, that I have in Fill Your House with Books, the, the passion, the desire of my heart to see you encouraged in your family, share from my experiences, from my family life, how you can live out faith in your family. And then again, books that can help you do that and implement these things and connect with your children. Now, what can you expect now of this podcast? So the desire of my heart for the Fill Your House with Books podcast is, um, of course, one to recommend books to you, to have themes, topics, of um, let's say even things like seasonal themes such as Christmas, Thanksgiving, fall, nature, history books, any sort of um, themes and topics, but also books that talk about friendship and hope, books that are specifically maybe Bible themes, devotionals. There are so many categories that I just love exploring and I can't wait to introduce books to you guys and share with you ways how you can implement them into your family life. Um, So what I have on my heart for this podcast too is to feature um, authors on this podcast, to interview them, to have topics that we can discuss that you can listen in and just be inspired by. There are so many amazing authors out there. I've been able to meet many authors, most of them not in person, but... Um, through the internet these days but um, due to fill your house with books and the recommendations I've been sharing I've been able to meet many many authors that are not very famous yet there might they might even be there's many independently published authors out there too that have on their heart to spread the gospel and write children's books that would foster a love for the Lord in the hearts of children or that write devotionals to inspire families to implement faith in their daily routines. And I've been just really, really blessed to meet authors and hear about their hearts and and also read the books that they write and see, wow, these authors are passionate about the Lord and are passionate about writing for children and reaching children right there where they're at. So you'll definitely hear interviews here with authors. You'll also hear interviews and just conversations between me and other fellow book lovers. There's so many people too that just devour books and love books and good stories that are passionate about books and reading that can give very, very great inspiration as far as how to 
grow in our own reading journeys as moms um, and also just conversations about some of all of our favorite books maybe you're not as familiar yet to some of those and you're just starting to explore books that um, are called classics that's how I am that's how I was so I did not actually grow up with lots of classic literature especially me growing up in Germany which is the next point I'm going to get to but there's many American literature that I really just discovered or started reading when I was a young mom. And so I really want to encourage you, if there's classic literature that sort of intimidates you or that you maybe really feel drawn to, but you think, oh, it's not the right time for it, or this is maybe boring because it's a children's book, quote unquote, or maybe you feel like Jane Austen is too intimidating to read. It might be not something for you to grasp, or maybe you haven't even started your own reading journey yet, but you're mainly passionate about reading with your children. I want to encourage you, no matter where you're at, this podcast is going to be for everyone and um, I'm definitely still in the very beginning stages of my own reading life as far as classical literature and all the typical children's classics so I can't wait to have conversations with um, people that are very knowledgeable about C.S. Lewis about British literature I'm really planning on just having a very big feast of great podcasts that feature amazing themes that will just inspire you to read on your own and also in your family so really my recommendations here on this podcast are mainly for children but also for mothers since I'm a mom I share my favorite motherhood books also homeschooling books will be part of this podcast I'm going to share the curriculum that I can recommend books that I can recommend also routines for your homeschool life all those things I'm excited to connect with fellow homeschool parents about and um yeah, really also books that you can gift your husbands or family members. So there'll, there'll be book recommendations for all of you guys. But the main focus is going to be Christian and wholesome children's books for um, little children as well as elementary and middle grade students. So yes, let me share a little bit about who I actually am, the face behind, the voice behind um, Fill Your House with Books. So again, you can find me on Instagram, the exact same name, Fill Your House With Books, as well as on Facebook, Fill Your House With Books. I started both accounts simultaneously. I know that there are many moms that are mainly on Instagram and then other moms, though, and book lovers that are mainly on Facebook. So I'm glad for both of those communities. I love, I need to say this real quick too, I love the community that we have established on Fill Your House With Books. Um, I get many 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 messages um, questions specific book recommendations and also feedback I'm always so encouraged to hear back from you guys my favorite is when people share I just received this book and we read it and thank you for your recommendation it just makes me happy it's always I've always been the one to encourage my friends and family members this is amazing this is a great book and this one and my daughter is the same now she just recommends books to all her friends and takes them with her and actually writes books like she writes her own little stories she's seven years old so um, this is my favorite part of Fill Your House with Books. Um, so yes, let me introduce myself. My name is Anna. I am 30 years old and I am located here in Florida. My husband is Floridian. I actually was born and raised in Germany, so I spent pretty much all my life over there. 
um, trying to summarize our story a little bit because there are many, many little details with having two cultures and um, him being American, me being German. There's many details, but I'm trying to give you guys a bigger, a little bit of an overview here. So basically, we spend um, our first two years of marriage here in America after I um, immigrated here after our after our wedding. Um, then our daughter was born here in America and then we went on over to Germany which was of course a bigger process to plan and all but that's sort of like the long story short we lived in Germany for six years so my husband lived abroad in Europe in Germany again I'd love to connect with you guys if there's anyone who is also a bilingual family multicultural family it's always so inspiring um Yes, yeah, so my husband spent six years of his life there and we actually just moved back to Florida last year, a little bit over a year ago. So I've, I'm sort of new here in Florida, even though it seems like or definitely is a second home to me, especially being married to my husband. So I always have, you know, America with me in Hawaii, no matter where I live, the culture and the history and the memories and all of that. Um, we also have a son. So right before we moved back to America from Germany. Our son was born. Um, he is now almost two years old. And so we live here in Florida. My husband is a history teacher and he's also a worship pastor at our church. I am a homeschool mom. Um, I stay at home homeschool mom. And yes, I'm actually also, I've been for many years translating books, German, English, English, German. That's um, sort of a job, a hobby. It's definitely more of a job, but it's nothing that I do full time. I take on projects sporadically, but ever since I had our baby son, I haven't translated any books. There's many great ones that I was able to translate. Um, I have only translated Christian books so far, and that's what I have on my heart. Um, I'm also working towards getting a actual certification as a translator, as a um, licensed translator for German and English. So this is something you can see that language and reading and all of that and writing is something that we have on our hearts a lot. Also, history is a big thing in our family. I'm a big fan of picture book biographies of history, learning about history, exploring history and our daughter um, who's seven now, we see more and more of those interests develop in her as well. So you will also sometimes find uh, my husband's book recommendations. He just finished um, Bonhoeffer by Eric Metaxas and is currently reading Luther by the same author. So those are big bulky books. He's also reading Lord of the Rings at the same time. So he's, a, he's an avid reader too and I honestly admire him because he's able to focus whenever there's sounds. He's able to read in very short amount of time, very many pages. So he can just really devour books whereas I am a rather slow reader. I'm getting faster but I'm just, I just notice that I take my time. I like to underline when I read a non-fiction book. I like to to really cozy up when I read a fiction book I like to just take it in and yeah when a good book is done I'd rather just want to read it all again but usually I don't do that anyway so yes we're here in Florida and um we are Christians so we love the Lord we love Jesus we love the word of God we love raising our children according to the word of God and our big passion is really just that our children would know how much the Lord loves them that that they would have a rich knowledge and foundation in the word of God, but that they would also have a very living faith. So we don't want them to be 
to be bound up in rules and and regulations and pressures and that's a big thing that I'm learning as a mom is how to be very consistent in training my children and having a very a very bible based and a very rich training for my children and discipling them in the lord but at the same time being aware of the grace that the lord has with me when he trains me so he does not expect perfection of me but he wants me to lean in on him and to trust in him at the same time though to be sincere and to really be aware of the testimony that I have and so that balance I'm sure all you moms can relate and I really feel like I'm learning so much every day I'm failing so much every day too and I'm seeking forgiveness I I ask my daughter when when I mess up when I'm impatient I ask her to forgive me because what I really don't want is for my children to think that I'm perfect and that I don't need the Lord's grace and forgiveness I feel like this has caused a lot of hurt in families and it's very important for me that my children see that I need the Lord just as much as they need him and that growth is a process so to take this pressure this basically religious pharisaical attitude um, to to take that to take those roots out of my heart that's my biggest my biggest heart here so just a little bit about sort of my passion and my my faith the journey that I'm on obviously every mom I feel like those are the topics that the Lord is working on our hearts with it's like those everyday moments in parenting they expose what's in our hearts they expose how much we need him and his forgiveness how much there's still pride in us how much we have this desire of perfection and portray it onto our children so we're learning I'm learning so much and I know from my closest mom friends that we're all sort of going through the same thing this journey of parenting which is very 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 wild and very challenging but so rewarding and so yes um this is also encouraging an encouragement for me whenever I read books that really can sharpen me in this area of motherhood and um yes and reading books with my daughter especially um those seven years I had with her they were a main building block in our relationship the intimacy we have with one another was really strengthened and really built on those daily like really hours of reading that we had those different routines that we established with nighttime reading before bedtime with the questions that come up and now my husband and her do the night nighttime reading together when I'm um, taking my baby to bed with nursing him and all of those things they established that as their evening routine and so just yesterday she was saying that that's her favorite thing that she can ask her daddy anything and everything about the bible so it usually turns out to be quite a long nighttime that they spend together before bedtime they would read they first read it in a chapter book a cha- um, one chapter or so and then they have a bible um, it's called the more than a story bible that i highly recommend they're going through this one right now and it's very 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 powerful it's full of actual scripture as well interwoven into the text and so this is really a time where they day in and day out live out discipleship which is again not just the teaching of facts but it's really this close bond that they're forming so i i know that that's how the lord um, meant it to be is that faith grows inside of those four walls that we call home 
And whenever we do have this opportunity, when there are parents who believe in the Lord, then there should really be this responsibility and privilege sense at the same time that we are meant to instruct them and that our children really learn from us, first and foremost, what it means to love the Lord. So yes, as um, we're coming to a close now, I just want to again say thank you so much for all of you listening. I would love to just connect with you guys. So I know that there's many themes that I have on my heart for this podcast. Whatever you would like me to talk about, I would love to hear back from you guys. It's hard for a book lover sometimes to narrow down what to do next. I sit there in my living room sometimes and I just have probably 12 books on my mind. I just want to recommend this one right now or this theme or that. So it's always good to know what you are currently looking for. And um, then I just pray that the Lord would lead me in this process of the blog. So it's all for his glory, it's for his honor. And my desire is that everyone listening to this podcast would just feel and sense and experience the love of the Lord and also a stirring to really pursue your family, your marriage, your children, and your own relationship with the Lord that you would just be inspired to grow it and to lean in on the Lord and to seek Him in all things. And may books really be a big contributor there in growing your relationship with the Lord, with your children, in your marriage. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.